Welcome back to the What Happened Yesterday podcast. I am your host and still your host, Andy Hare, all the way from Geelong, Victoria, Australia. And I'm bringing you, if you haven't connected with what's been happening uh, over this podcast in the last few episodes, I'm bringing to you recites of my journals over the last number of years. And I am so excited for today's show. Today's show is all about the work that I scripted many years ago about Walt Disney and looking at an example, a book that I bought and had a read of called Disney U, looking at best models for creating a work environment that is so magical. So here we go, team. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. Come with me on a ride, a magical ride, as I bring you this episode of What Happened Yesterday with Walt Disney. I love Disneyland. I've always loved Disneyland and I remember as a child sitting down and watching the magical world of Disney on TV and Walt Disney bringing in some of his great television shows and tours of the park and I was very lucky and very fortunate uh, to visit Disneyland when I was a teenager, a young teenager, and uh, and it left, left an imprint into, I guess, my thinking process then and then working into early life where I had to take charge of who I wanted to be and, uh, and I wanted to be a dreamer. Um, there is no if, buts, or whatever's right there. I dream big and my head are are in the clouds. My head, only I've only got one head, but my head is in the clouds for a uh, great period of time because I'm always searching for how I can create the best version of myself every single day and provide an opportunity for others to see that and be so mesmerized by that and so taken by that, that they come along on the ride with me and Being a physical education teacher is exactly that. We create the magic every hour of the day when we see the children. And we've got to create the magic because we need them to believe uh, in the... In the model that we're showing them, we need them to believe in the magic that we're involving them in so they can then take that lesson and teach to somebody else. And I think that... Looking at Walt Disney and looking at how Disneyland was set up 
into the the ideals there and then nurturing it back into education it really gave me the idea to start thinking about how i can construct a model that follows those same philosophies and really to engage myself every single day into those philosophies but so it was also visible from those on the outside so before reading a book called Disney U, I've always had the motto of dream, believe and achieve. And it's something that I've had since I was a teenager and, and really resonated with me through Ironman triathlons, through the Tour de France, but even just through my own journeys as a track athlete, um, into triathlons and then as a father um, and a husband. And as an educator, having that notion of being able to dream up the idea and then believe so strongly and passionate in what you've dreamt that you go out to try and find a way to be able to achieve that. Um, And I know I've spoken to a lot of people in the last few years, many conferences all over the world. and, And one thing I always tell them is that there are no problems that exist in life, only solutions. And so when I think of that motto, dream, believe and achieve. Uh, Achieve is really the solutions that I'm creating because I like to tinker with things and and try to find how I can make that fit in terms of the story or the narrative that I'm wanting to tell in this period of time. And Walt Disney had the same principles and I'm going to read them to you right now. The four success principles of Walt Disney. Now, this was according to uh, a business blog with McGraw and Hill, but it's the same which came out of his book. Um, Four values of the successful business. So looking at uh, his principles, his principles were were this. They were dream, believe, dare, and do. Um, So straight away, that similarity and the the commonality of what his mottos and beliefs were with those values was very similar and in line with what I'm wanting to do with my life and how my life moves forward every day with this. His, uh, his dream was looking at how he could visualize how people interacted with each other and how he could visualize how he wanted people to feel and it wasn't so much about looking at how they could feel when they walked into his park and then dust their hands and walk away but how he could entrench that feeling of the idea of dreaming and and being a part of someone's dream and part of someone's interactions with um a world that you wanted to go after and how you can then bring that in and take parts of that and put it into your own work, into your own social interactions, to your own family. And looking at um, even uh, Jimmy Cricket's uh, quote, a dream is a wish your heart makes. So we're looking at what we desire in life and, and going after it. The second one he had was believe. So we need to have that as a as an instrumental part after our dreams because we need to believe in a thing, believe it all the way and implicitly and unquestionable. And that was a quote from Walt Disney himself. And he, he writes um, in this article, McGraw, McGraw and Hill, um, 
talk about from those early years growing up in a rural environment, Disney formed beliefs and values that stuck with him throughout his life and from which he never deviated. So that's a really great point there with that um, growing up and how we grow up really cements who we are as a person. I grew up very creative in terms of what I did with myself and being able to explore, again, a country little town the way I wanted to and see that in a fairy tale environment gave me that ability to continue to see life that similar way. And that's how I teach. I really have that belief in that what I'm doing today is the very best version and very best lesson that I can ever teach because tomorrow I'm going to beat today's lesson. So it's always believing that there is something new coming along that you want to grab a hold of and stuff it into the learning environment of the children that you're teaching. Um, And I'll say without a doubt that I know that on the very last day I ever teach um, when I retire, I'll still be looking for something brand new to put it in. Um, His third value there was dare. So his quote here says, when you are curious, you find lots of things to do. One thing is to take Oh, sorry, one thing it takes to accomplish something is courage. So being able to dare yourself to get out there, have that idea, believe that you can do it, but then go and see if it actually works. And this is a stumbling block for a lot of people because with dare comes failure. Um, and sometimes failure has that negative reward. But for me, again, that daring is really exciting and I love being able to tinker with things and see if it actually works because if it doesn't, well, I've at least I've had a go and I've been able to conclude that it doesn't work. And I have made so many mistakes in my career, which is so exciting. And I'll look back on some of those mistakes and, and they have led me to some amazing places. I mean, I put on a surf lifesaving championship 20 years ago with a mate called Josh Symes. And I was only saying to my wife um, last week, I couldn't believe that I let 10-year-olds and 11-year-olds that had learned to swim out in the ocean with um, minimal supervision. But again, having that um, that idea that I wanted to put something together, we then were accordance to the uh, policies that were in place at that point in life, and we got the job done. Um, but today is a completely different story, and with the policies so strict, we wouldn't get a chance to do stuff like that. Um, But looking at that daring nature is really what is something that takes us forward, takes us into the unfamiliar and takes us into that scary zone. And then his fourth foundation was do. So the quote here was, when we consider a project, we really study it, not just the face surface, but everything about it. And we work hard to do the best possible job. So when we set forward about trying to put this together, it is all about having that vision and making sure that we move in a way that we become those doers. We get ourselves in a position where we really want to see an outcome to this, the positive outcome. And that positive can have a negative outcome, but that positive is a sense of accomplishment. Um, I look at uh, where I was putting all this in context too. 
And it was at a school I was at many years ago. And it was the idea of trying to put this together with single subject teachers so we all had a common theme and we all had common values that we came back together. We were able to dream very broadly. We were able to believe that what we were doing and the the vision that we had was enough to create some craft for the children to take that base. And then we dared ourselves to go out and make it happen. And then we became doers because we were interacting with that that dare and that belief and making that dream come true. One of the things I wrote in my journal was all about the hobby ideal and the idea about education needs to be a hobby to all children. As teachers, we need to sell it as a hobby. So kids need to learn. We don't want them coming to school. We want them to come to a passion. My view on work at the moment is that it's a passion. And I come here not thinking about the hardship of, oh, I have to go to work, but I think of this as a way to be able to uh, go to the next level with my craft and really play with that hobby and mold that hobby and find new things to fuel that hobby and get that hobby tinkering to a point where I'm ready to let it fly. And once it flies, then I'm able to watch it and come back and have a new idea to add to that hobby. So what makes a hobby? What makes you want more of the hobby, that addictive nature? And then as teachers, and I I loved reading back to all this because it still sticks today and it's still on my highest agenda. And this stuff was five years ago. We need an emotional connection with the hobby for students to buy into this with a joint interest. So we're not teachers. We're part of that hobby. We want kids to see us as as an integral part of making their dream become reality so they can become doers. So we've got to buy into this together. This way it becomes a connected value and a journey traveled together. An institution is highly successful if all educators and students are on this same level and they're on the same pathway. They become fosterers of ideas and this is the inquiry nature of education that I love. We should build depth to this hobby over years and years and years. And looking at that and thinking about the journey that we take with children, it's it's not a one-off lesson. It's not a unit that just stops and finishes, assesses and pushes it away. It's a year after year after year after year after year hobby. And one of my hobbies 20 years ago was connecting with students and trying to make them connect with their reality and their dream that's about to come. And I love finding the students. And I had one in particular that plays elite level AFL now. Whenever I run into him, we just talk about the old days in school and how he couldn't hold his neck up because he had so many medals around it. But he now has that belief that he can do, and even if I didn't have a major part to play in his achievement right now, I remember as a nine to 10 year old, I helped him see the vision and the biggest side of things that fitness, education, moving, physical education is so much fun. So putting it all together, we were then able to build a program which fostered children to dream. We planted a seed, they developed their own idea out of it and own sense of belief. We dared them to then create their own and to show us to become the doers this idea 
And this book, Disney U, the, the, some of the values of successful business have led to major corporations, billion-dollar corporations around the world to be even greater with success. And even though we call them billion-dollar um, billion companies, the actual wealth of the company comes from the core values that staff within that company all hold and live by. And no one is a passenger on the train. We're all out here to connect the consumers into our beliefs, just like Disneyland. The family come together to pull in the customers who are their adopted families to, for the day and to have that belief with them. So I could go on forever and ever and ever talking about Walt Disney and Disney U, but I'm going to leave it right there today and do me a favor, please, Google Disney U and have a look at those values and have a look whether they apply to you because when you really dream and you really believe and you really dare, you become so much more successful when you get a chance to do. I'm Andy Hare. This is what happened yesterday and you are beautiful. The What Happened Yesterday podcast is proudly brought to you by Danceplay, the world leader in developing physical literacy through dance. Our pre-choreographed dance and fitness programs help teachers and fitness instructors get kids active, build social connections, and boost mental health through our three rules of play. Be positive, be fun, and be yourself.